Hello, everybody. This is Brother Lee Whaley here at Crusader for Christ Podcast Hour. It's good to see you today. Good that you're listening. I hope you're having a great Fourth of July holiday. It started officially, I guess, yesterday. Anyway, going to the lake, going whatever, picnic, Mount Rushmore, California, anywhere. Wherever you go, have a good time. Be careful of the fireworks. Anyway, it's good to see you. I just, I have been um, thinking about what is the most, what's the most important thing uh, I could, as a God's, uh, one of God's children, what is one of the most important things that we really need to do, especially on my podcast? I want to be able to give you content that's worth listening to. I don't want to just jibber, jabber, jibber, jabber, jibber, jabber. I want you to hear what I think God's uh, put on my heart for you to hear. And today I was praying about it and listening to the Holy Spirit, and I felt like this was probably one of the most important things that we need to do today. I read a statistic the other day. It just broke my heart. It was a statistic showing that most, and it was a survey done, and I don't know how many they said thousands were surveyed of young millennials and this new Generation Z or D or whatever it is. Z, I think, were asked question, what is the Great Commission? And do you know that only 9, 9%, 9% of them had any idea what it was? Man, that's, that's scary. Because as a church, we're required to carry the Great Commission, the <laughs> Matthew 28 and all that. It's in several places. But anyway that Jesus Christ was born of a virgin, that he lived a sinless life, that he was God, the Son, the Son of God, that he died on a cross, that he was buried and he resurrected, and that he went back to the Father and he sent the Holy Spirit to empower us, give us the power to be witnesses to him. And the Bible says they started in Jerusalem, then Judea, then Samaria, and then the othermost parts of the world. So the... Today, I just want to make it clear, make it very clear, I think, what we need to be doing. And I think if there's anywhere in the whole Bible that you can get that from, that is out of the book of John, chapter number 3. The first thing I hope you think about is verse 3, chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life, which is great to me one of the greatest verses in the whole Bible. It's the gospel in a nutshell. But I want to read to you today, today, tonight, whenever you hear this, um, in John chapter 3. And I'm sure that most of you have heard it. Hopefully you have. Excuse me. Uh Uh-oh. Hold on. I'm not supposed to do that, but you know what? Can't help it. In chapter 3, verse starting in verse number 1, I think this is a story that we all need to hear. Uh, there was a man of the Pharisees, which is the religious Jewish sect, all right? You know that. And his name was Nicodemus. He was the ruler of the Jews. Now, you've got to understand the Jews, by nature, through the, by being a, very, being a Jew, by nature through the, through the seed of Abraham, uh, thought of themselves as, as the, and, they were, and they really were, the chosen people. That God chose them to bring God to the world. I'm just going to say that because I'm not going to go into details about all that. But anyway, but there were the chosen people of God. So they they had like an exemption they thought in their minds. And they really believed that being religious and doing the ceremonies and doing the creeds and all these laws and 
they found out no one could keep the laws and men fell short. But then when Jesus came to the earth, born of a virgin, Mary, he opened their eyes to what all that meant. All that was written in the Old Testament now is coming to light. And then this Nicodemus, which was a, a Pharisee, he comes to Jesus by night. And there's debates about that. And we won't go into all that. He just came to him by night. And he says unto him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no man can do the miracles that you do except God be with him. So um, he, rec he recognizes Jesus Christ, him being a Pharisee, that this man Jesus, there's something different about him. There's something about him that is different than all the men he's ever met. And, and so he says, we know, we know, I know, he <laughs> say that too, uh, can do these miracles except God be with him. So he's acknowledging the fact that Jesus Christ is sent from God. And then Jesus says to him, and he knows his mind, he knows why he's there. See, he knows. He says, truly, truly, very, very, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Well, Nicodemus says unto him, how can I be born when I'm old? Can I enter in a second time into my mother's womb? Now, just imagine what he's thinking. The, the, the uh, natural birth of, of a, a human, uh, he says, well, can I enter in a second time in my mother's womb? I want you to remember the, the, what Jesus said. You must be born again. All right. It's very important you understand that. And then Jesus says to him, truly, truly, very, very, I send you, except for a man be born of the water, and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Well, there's disputes about that water. The Bible says, by the water of the washing of the word in the book of Hebrews. The water of the is, is, is we believe that it's the uh, Spirit of God, and the Word of God is the water, the, the cleansing power of the Holy Spirit and of the Spirit, the water and of the Spirit. Some would say baptism. And I, and I really don't want to debate that either because I want, to, I want you to get to see what is really going on here. The water and of the Spirit. The Word of God and the Spirit of God. That's how you must be born again. The Word and the Spirit. The water of the Word, the Spirit of God. The water of the Word, the Spirit of God. When those two combine, when those two come together, what's that mean? Jesus is Bounding to him the word of God. And he's also the spirit of God is touching his heart. And he's telling him, unless you have this experience, the word of God and the spirit of God doing what? Conviction. Conviction comes on a man or a woman when you hear the word of God and the spirit of God convicts you of your sins and of your trespasses, all these things that are bad in your life. And you realize that you need Christ. You realize you need God. So, he says, except you're born of the water and the spirit, the word and the spirit, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. For that which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So there's two, two distinctions here. The flesh, which you can see, hello, flesh, and the spirit, which is inside of my life, inside of my body. The spirit of God dwells in me. The Bible says, Romans 8 9, if a man not have the spirit of God, he's none of his. There's a lot of different scriptures for that. But he says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. And he says, Marvel not, I say unto you, to who? Nicodemus. You must be, and here's that word, born again. He says, and then he gives an explanation. The wind blows and you hear the sound of it, 
and uh, but you can't tell from where it's coming, and you can't tell where it's going, and so is everyone that is born of the Spirit of God. God is omniscient. God is omnipotent. God is omnipotent. He's everywhere all the time because God is a spirit, and they that worship God must worship him in spirit and truth, Mark 4. So now Jesus is telling Nicodemus, all these things, you must be born again, the Spirit of God, blah, blah, blah. And, and Nicodemus is going, probably thinking, because he knows the Scriptures. One thing about the Pharisees, they had to know the text, the Torah, and all those things. So he says to God, how can these things be? And Jesus says, well, the wind blows where it blows. Now, do you know where it's coming from, and do you know where it goes? No, because you can't see it. And he says, so is everyone that's born of the Spirit, because the Spirit of God is invisible. And so Nicodemus is answering, well, how can these things be? And Jesus said, are you not the master of Israel and you know not these things? Truly, truly, I say unto you, we speak what we know and testify what we've seen, and you receive not our witness. In other words, he said, <laughs> you've believed things that you can actually see. Of course, the miracles that Jesus did. And he even came and confessed that you must be the son of God because no man does the things you do except God be with him. So Jesus is saying, oh yeah, you see it and you believe it, but what I'm telling you, you're having a hard time believing. Uh, and then he says, and no man's ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man, which is in heaven. And then he says, this as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Now he's telling them of something that's going to happen in the future. But because he said, as Moses lifted up the serpent, and if you know the Old Testament and Exodus and all that, you know that Moses, when they were in the wilderness journey, uh, the uh, people were being bit by serpents and dying. And God said to Moses to put a, a serpent on a staff and stick, stick it in the ground. And if you wanted a redemption, you had to look up at the serpent and be uh, saved from that. So that's kind of what he's talking about. But this time he's talking about himself. When I am lifted up on that cross and I die and I'm buried and I'm resurrected, that is is the same deal. He says, but this time it's going to be good and it's going to be complete. Even as Moses lifted that up, it said, for whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Chapter, I mean, verse 14. And then it says, for God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For See, it says, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believes not on him is condemned already because he's not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And then he says this is the condemnation, that light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. You see, folks, that's where we're at today. We are at that spot where people love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil that's why when you turn your tv on every day if you do watch the news it seems like it's always bad but the good news is that god says you must be born again that there is a salvation there is a way into heaven and it's only through the birth the rebirth of being saved by the grace of god acts 4 12 there's a sign somewhere that says that in here back over there says, uh, for there's no other name given under heaven whereby men must be saved, the name of Jesus Christ. For by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourself. It's the gift of God. It's not of works, least any man should boast. Not of works. I mean, we work because we're saved, not work because we're trying to be saved. And I've said that before, but I'm saying it again. 
Anyway, there's a lot of scriptures to back this up, but that's what he's talking about. You must be born again. And my question for you today is, have you been saved and born again? And church membership is not going to get you born again. All those things we talk about. Only knowing Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Only trusting in Him with your heart. Believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. Listen, are you born again? Are you ready to go? Are you ready to meet Jesus? The day's fastly approaching. And we're headed toward, I believe, World War III, which will probably be part of the Armageddon, I think. Anyway, if not, we'll see you on the other side one way or the other. But if you're not saved, not been born again, it's time to do it. And it's time to do it right now. I love you. Have a great day. And we'll talk to you soon on another podcast here at Crusading for Christ Podcast Hour. And I want to thank the old past for those songs. I love it. And thank you for what you do. And uh, listen to the music. And we love you all. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Oh, I, I